Hello and welcome to another edition of the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm Wildcat Authority Senior Editor Jason Shear, and we're getting closer to basketball season. One of the the last things that the conference does to get us ready for basketball season, which is less than a month away, is the preseason teams, and uh, they have been released. I released mine, uh, released mine, like a big deal, I know you were anxiously awaiting, but I released mine on... Um, Last night, I released mine on Tuesday night and uh, kind of discuss where I thought Arizona would be, and uh, I'll kind of compare the two. But before we start that, Arizona was picked to finish fourth uh, in the conference. I, I think it's reasonable, um, but we'll get to that kind of in a second. The, the first place team uh, was UCLA. I, I voted UCLA as well, and I, I think to me, it was an easy choice, but not one that I'm... 100% sure is going to happen. I think that while UCLA is clearly one of the better teams in the conference, there's still some questions. And there's less questions than there is with other teams in the conference. But, you know, we still have to see if what happened last season wasn't just a basketball team getting hot. You know, it, it was it a basketball team that has improved and was it kind of figuring itself out? Um, and then, you know, things happened, and once it figured itself out, it got really hot and became one of the better teams in the country. Uh, what Bruin team is it this year? And in my opinion, it's probably closer to the Bruin team that we saw make a run last year, where it's going to be a, a solid veteran-led team. Johnny Juzang, uh, Jamie Hawkwes, who's one of my favorite players in the conference. Um, you know, Tiger Campbell at point guard, who, while not spectacular, is good enough to get the job done. I think that if you look at questions that the Bruins have, to me, it's Tiger Campbell going against elite point guards in the country. Can he get the job done against other veteran point guards? Um, is he able to, to kind of score a little bit more? And to his credit, he stepped up in bigger games last season, and, and he kind of answered some of those reservations. Uh, then they add Peyton Watson, one of the better freshmen in the country. I don't expect him to come in and dominate right away. I don't think he's that type of freshman. Uh, but he's still going to be good. I mean, he's still a really good basketball player. He's just a guy that may need a year. And then that question is, does the second year come in college or does it just come in the NBA? Uh, they have Miles Johnson from Rutgers. Really strong transfer. Uh, like him quite a bit. Defensive guy, not a big offensive guy, um, but will be good enough to do what Mick Cronin, kind of a, a Mick Cronin typical, prototypical big. Uh, I think he's going to be good in that regard. Um, where he's kind of able to to step in and, and do what the Bruins need him to do. Uh, second place team in the poll was Oregon. Uh, I also voted Oregon. They got two first place votes. I get it. I think it's hard not to make UCLA the, the first place preseason team, but if there's any team that's going to take away votes from UCLA, it would be Oregon. Uh, you know, for me, Dan Altman is just, he's obviously one of the best coaches in the country. Definitely one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the conference. Um, you know, I, I expect Will Richardson to bounce back pretty well from an average season. Uh, I thought Richardson struggled at times, but he's better than he showed last season. They added Devin Harmon from Oklahoma, Quincy Gary from uh, Syracuse, Jacob Young from Rutgers. Um, it's a type of team where, you know, Dana Altman can lose a bunch of guys and then, you know, kind of get them all together and, and take a couple of weeks and they'll lose a bad game here or there, uh, and then they'll gel. Uh, I, I think that's probably going to be the type of team that Oregon is. Um, and 
the Ducks are good. That's just that would be one of the teams where you know if they didn't finish in the top two or three, uh, I would be pretty surprised based on the construction of their roster and who they lost. They lost some talent, but really they they returned more than they lost. Um, if that makes sense, LJ Figueroa, solid player, obviously, but it's not as if he was significantly better than Harman or Gary or Young. Um, that that team is going to be plenty talented. And this is kind of after those two teams is kind of where the the shakeup happens a little bit. Uh, when I did my poll, I struggled a little bit between USC and Arizona. Uh, the preseason poll gives the three spot to USC. I get it. I, I think it's fair. Um, I gave the three spot to Arizona. Now, the difference to me is that I don't know how USC is going to react to losing Evan Mobley. Like, they lost a guy that's going to be a 10, 15, whatever it may be, year NBA player. Those don't grow on trees. Like, your team has to adjust to losing its best player. Teams in the past have done it just fine. Uh, Very similar to what Arizona women's basketball is. They got picked to finish lower than some people think because at the end of the day, they have to show that they can bounce back from the loss of Ari McDonald and do it without her. I think USC has to show that they can bounce back and do it without Evan Mobley. And to me, that's a pretty big question. Uh, Boogie Ellis, you assume, is going to be a a nice addition for USC, the Memphis transfer. But, you know, when you look at Boogie Ellis, he only averaged 10-2 and two on Memphis, shot 40% from the field. We don't know. I mean, and, and as a freshman, he shot 33%. Uh, averaged the same amount of assists to turnovers. Like, we don't know how good Boogie Ellis really is. Um, in the NIT, you know, he scored four points against Colorado State and finished it with 23 against Mississippi State. So, like, which Boogie Ellis is it? Um, you know, I think he'll be average. I don't think he's going to come in and be a superstar. I have him as one of the top 15 players in the conference, but he was my last guy. I almost left him off the first and second team uh, for other players. And um, Isaiah Mobley is the key to this team. Can he take that next step? Uh, my guess is that he does take that next step. But, you know, is it, you kind of have to see it to believe it type of deal. They're, they're, that's still a question. Offensively, you know, do they, are they able to score enough? Defensively, does the fact that they have, don't have Evan Mobley, how much does that take away from what Enfield wants to do defensively? To me, that's a big question. You know, with, with Arizona, it's funny. I just saw someone on Twitter, um, Rob Doster, I believe, with NBC Sports, that said that the best bet in, College sports right now is Arizona finishing higher than a tie for fourth. I don't get the tie, but I'll get to that in a second. So Arizona is fourth, basically. I had them fourth. I'm sorry, I had them third. And to me, you know, I I didn't see a scenario where, you know, the more I look at it, and, and admittedly, I'm closer to this team than other media members. I get the skepticism that others may have. You look at Arizona, they lost James Akinjo. They lost Sean Miller. Tommy Lloyd hasn't coached and all that. Um, eh, <laughs> that's, if that makes sense. It's like, it's like, yeah, they lost James Akinjo. For me, that is by far the biggest question that Arizona has. I think James Akinjo was underappreciated by some. There's a very real chance that he's going to be an all-American point guard for Baylor. Would he have fit well with Tommy Lloyd's system? I don't think so. Um, Tommy Lloyd sat down James Akinjo and said, look, you're going to have to be a little less ball dominant. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. Like, if you are able to do that, you're still going to have a lot of success in our offense. But it just, you know, James Akinjo must not have liked the pitch. 
went to Baylor, and, and we'll see how he does there. I, I think he'll obviously do very well. I, I like him a lot. But, um, you know, if Kirk Risa comes in at point guard and does well, Arizona's biggest concern is gone right away. And it may not happen in the first or second game, but, you know, you could absolutely make a case that by the end of the first month of the season, we know enough about Kirk Risa for Arizona's concern to either be there or not be there. Um, beyond that, I don't have a ton of concerns about this team. Julius Tembelis making the second team preseason conference is stupid. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, there are 10 players that we vote on to be first team and five for second team. There is no argument that you can make to me that says that Azulis Tabellis is not one of the best 10 players in the conference. Uh, it's, I, I think he's one of the top five players in the conference. I just I don't understand how you can make the argument he's not one of the best 10 players in the conference. I think it's silly. Um, and if you're asking me which guys I, I would have put ahead of him, you know, here, I'll, I'll just say, like, if you're drafting a team right now for the Pac-12, right? Like, you're drafting a team. Are you taking Wareth Alatiche on Oregon State, who I had on my first team, I believe? Are you taking him over Azulis Tabellis? Are you taking Evan Batty over Azulis Tabellis? Are you taking Ben Mathurin on Arizona over Azulis Tabellis? There was no requirement for positions. Marcus Bagley over Azulis Tabellis? There's no way. Uh, to me, that was just utterly ridiculous. Um, also, for Pell Larson not to get an honorable mention, I think it's a sign that people don't really know a lot about certain guys in this conference. Um, I think Pella Larson is going to push to be one of the better teams on Ari better players in Arizona. The coaching staff absolutely loves him. Uh, he's going to miss probably a couple games with the foot injury, but they believe, and I believe, and I have people away from Arizona that played against him on other Pac-12 teams that believe he will right away be one of the better players on Arizona. Uh, so to me, you know, if Pella Larson is as good as I think he's going to be, Jules Tabellis is one of the top 10 players in the conference, if Ben Mathurin, Dale and Terry, those guys take a jump. Um, yeah, the big question is Kirk Risa, but every team in the conference has a question, and that's why I, uh, I put them fourth. After that is where they lose me, the preseason poll. Oregon State finishing four, tied with Arizona, makes absolutely zero sense to me. I had them at eighth. For people to ignore the loss of Ethan Thompson... Uh, is one of those things where it's like, you know, it's... I think people are getting caught up in the moment from what Oregon State did last year, where they started 10-10, and 10, and then they went 10-3 uh, and 3 to end the season, made the tournament, yippee. You know, at the end of the day, that's a team, to me, the definition of a team that got hot. But Ethan Thompson averaged 15 points for his career. His senior season, he averaged nearly 16 points, four assists, over a steal per game, uh, three rebounds, shot 44% from two, 32% from three. So not a great three-point shooter. But to say that Oregon State is going to lose its best player probably and be just as good, if not better, than last season makes zero sense to me. Yes, they added a couple players, but not to the point where I think they're finishing fourth in the conference. That, to me, is one of the crazier picks um, of the Pac-12 preseason poll. It just makes very little sense to me that people believe that Oregon State is on par with Arizona and really the other teams around them. 
Uh, I have the Beavers finishing eighth in the conference. Uh, next in the preseason poll is Colorado at six. Um, my fifth team was Washington State, so I have them higher. There's some rumors with F.A. Abogidi. He's going to the Pac-12 Media Day. Um, there's some rumors about his health. Uh, we'll see, you know, overall what they mean. I, I worry about the defensive overall and, and the depth. But, you know, if the team is coming on strong and you take a look at that roster, they lost Isaac Bonton. They, they replaced him pretty well. Um, if you take a look at that roster with what they have, Noah Williams and F.A., it's a solid roster. I have them fifth. This is another team where I've had other coaches tell me that they think Washington State is going to be a very solid team. Um, Washington State was picked to finish eighth in the preseason poll. That's one of the ones that uh, that I think is is off. Uh, I have ASU sixth. Uh, the poll had Arizona State at seventh. I, obviously, it's not a big difference. Marion Jackson is uh, has the ability to catch people by surprise. The Toledo transfer, solid guard. Would like to see some better percentages, but you know, not bad. The thing with Bobby Hurley is eventually you have to practice defense. I mean, literally practice defense. And until I see that Bobby Hurley has a dedication to defense in that side of the ball, I think no matter what kind of talent he has, there's always going to be issues. He failed last season to have a bunch of guys that wanted the ball work together. And it's a a similar situation where you bring in a bunch of transfers that are used to being kind of ball-dominant guards with Heath and Jackson, and now you have Bagley. And, uh, and it's an issue. And, and, and it's going to be a tough coaching job again, but there is some some talent there. Uh, Colorado is sixth in the preseason poll. I had him seventh. Obviously not a big difference. Really curious to see how K.J. Simpson does. Evan Batty is one of the better bigs in the conference. Their staff likes freshman Lawson Levering a lot. I don't – my biggest issue with Colorado is I don't know where the offense is going to come from. I don't like their guards as much as some others. I think Eli Parquet is just an average guard. He's not a big scorer. They don't have scoring in the backcourt unless K.J. Simpson steps up. And that's going to be an issue where you're going to see those typical ugly Colorado games. And I just don't think Colorado is necessarily good enough um, to kind of make up for that. Uh, Watch the State, like I said, picked to finish eighth. I think that's way off as long as F.A. is healthy. Stanford was picked to finish ninth. I also had Stanford ninth. Honestly, Stanford could have been lower. Lost Dejon, lost Bryce Wills, Zaire Williams, Oscar De Silva. That's brutal. Um, Harrison Ingram is a five-star player coming in. I think you got to watch out for him. Jaden Delaire didn't make first or second team in the conference. That's ludicrous. Uh, he was one of the best scorers in the conference by the time the season ended. He's going to get the ball much more than he did last season. I think he's one of the better players in the conference. But, you know, once you reach that point of 9 through 12, none of these teams are really good. You know, you can't make an argument, oh, this team's going to surprise. Uh, Utah, we both had him at 10. David Jenkins should be solid. Marco Anthony could break out. But at the end of the day, this is one of those rosters that Craig Smith, the new head coach, kind of just has to deal with and build upon moving forward. Uh, same with Washington. I had him 11th. Pull out him 11th. Dejon Davis and Terrell Brown are decent. Um, P.J. Fuller, decent. There's no elite or top-notch player. Um, they have some good, decent talent. I don't want to say good talent. They've had some decent talent to maybe finish a couple spots higher, but they could easily go in the, the wrong direction as well. Um, and then Cal, I don't see how anyone didn't pick Cal to finish last in the conference. It is bad. They didn't lend any top 150. They lost their best player in Matthew Bradley. It is just flat out uh, not a good basketball team. There is no argument to be made 
that Cal will, will surprise people. It's just not there. Not a very good team. Um, you know, I'm not, you can make the argument they may not win a game. Like those, that Cal Washington, Cal Utah, Cal Stanford, that's probably going to be the big games for them because otherwise, um, it's just not, it's just not there. Really. <laughs> it's just, they're, they're, uh, I've made my, uh, I know there's someone on the message board that likes Mark Fox. I, I don't know where that comes from. Uh, he hasn't done anything. Cal's a really bad basketball team. Not getting better, not recruiting better. Um, just really not there to the point where you're like, oh yeah, you know, go go Cal. They're on the upswing. So I don't think that there's anything egregious in the preseason poll. I have Arizona as fourth for reasons that I explain. I just think overall Arizona is a better basketball team than people think. But I also think that there's people that, you know, don't really know a lot about where Arizona is right now and the adjustments and the guys they added. Um, I did see some people, a few people pick Arizona as low as eighth or ninth. I think that's silly. Uh, I think it is, uh, you know, I'm going to go on record right now saying that if Arizona finishes eighth or ninth, Tommy Lloyd did a horrible job coaching. I don't care who he recruited, what situation they're in, whatever it may be. If Arizona finishes eighth or ninth, that is an awful coaching job by Tommy Lloyd. I think there's enough talent on this team, new system or not, doesn't matter to me. This is a team that absolutely should finish higher than 8th or ninth in the conference, and there's no excuse. It should be a tournament team. Um, you know, maybe something happens, it's hard to predict, but to me, if you're asking me to predict Arizona's ceiling in terms of the regular season, I don't think Arizona's good enough to win the conference. I think third is probably the ceiling, but it should be good enough to make the NCAA tournament. It has the out-of-conference schedule um, to make the NCAA tournament. Tennessee, Illinois win one of those. You know, don't get upset early in the season. They'll have Michigan, UNLV, Wichita State, and Vegas. They'll play two of those teams. The possibility is there for Arizona to make a little noise. But to me, just seeing them finish eighth is just, it's it's ninth, I think, as low as one poll. Uh, it just feels kind of silly. But we'll see. That's what preseason polls are. They're completely meaningless, and they're good for conversations like this. And uh, it'll be interesting to, uh, to, to see unfold. But... With all that being said, um, I'm Jason Shear, Wildcat Scoop Podcast for Senior Editor of WildcatAuthority.com. And uh, thanks again for joining us.